and it's also your perspective like on that because like I mean, I'm sure we've all done it. You know, you split up with a partner and suddenly, like, even the birds are sitting in twos. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're just like, are you for yeah, real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, suddenly, there's just not even a pigeon on their own. Like, <laughs> like so I know. Like, even the pigeon's got a pal. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... Or you see a couple kissing and you're like, fuck off. Sound decent. They should be illegal. Who weren't kissing last week when I had a boyfriend? But yeah, so I think... Like it is your perspective, and well, life in general is obviously always mm. your. And I think around Christmas, I kind of a bit like what you said before about the kind of forced happiness. Mm. I think naturally people do go, Oh, it's Christmas time, I should spend time with my other half. Mm. So naturally, there probably is actually more couples in and around and doing whatever they're doing. Mm. Um, but I think it's just like any other time of year, isn't it? It's like having that go to person is great if it's, yeah. if it's the right person but mm. if it's not the right person you're probably better on your own anyway yeah. Yeah. now tuned in to the conversation for her by her this episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Hello everyone and welcome to the Conversation Podcast. My name is Josephine and I'm joined today by three wonderful women who I'm going to let introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I am Jenny. I'm Robin. And I'm Anisha. Hello. Um, so thank you for listening. Our topic today is loneliness, uh, which I'm really excited to talk about, actually, because I think it's a topic that doesn't get talked about enough. Um, so I think it's just great to just dive in, actually. So I've got uh, a question for all of you. Hitters. <laughs> Go for it. Ready. All right. So what does loneliness mean to you? Um, I think it's a feeling rather than, like, an actual physical thing. Mm. Mm. So I feel like you don't have to actually be alone to feel loneliness. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I think it's, like, a feeling of, like, emptiness. Um, yeah, I think I get a bit of anxiety when I'm lonely. Yeah, and it's, like, this feeling of not being understood. Yes. Mm. I think that's, like, really... That's when I feel most lonely, like, yeah. when not understood. Yeah. yeah. Or um, feeling lost and sort of trapped in your own thoughts a little bit you kind of mm. like surround yourself in this little I call it like a little head cloud that's when I kind of feel lonely like I'm like oh no one else is around not even physically but like mentally yeah. to try and like capture yeah. what's going on mm. yeah because I, I love being alone yeah but <laughs> I mean sure <laughs> mm. I love being alone but yeah. I'm not lonely but then no yeah but then obviously when I'm, when I'm with people I can sometimes feel really lonely. Uh, yeah, all this kind of... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I also think as well, like, when you're lonely, it can also be, like, because no one can relate to you. Mm. So yeah. a bit like what you're saying, like, misunderstood. Yes. Like, I could be there, and I'm like, you just don't get me. So, yeah. then, <laughs> so then that makes you feel really lonely. Like some like, 15-year-old teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody understands, understands me. me. Yeah. No one gets me. But it's interesting, because I looked up the definition of loneliness in the dictionary. Not, not that I don't know what it means, but mm. I wanted to see, like, the actual, what is the definition of loneliness? And yeah. they say it's the feeling, I'm just summarising, of uh, being without friends or company, which I found really interesting, because actually, mm. like, what I think you've each said, and yeah. what I actually agree with, is that you can be in a party, you can be surrounded with people, oh, actually, yeah. and still feel lonely. Yeah. So I think, for me, it's a feeling of feeling like something's missing. Yeah. yeah. Or feeling the need to have a a deeper connection mm. with people or a connection, yeah. like a more meaningful connection. I think as well, like in a crowd is the most lonely place to be sometimes. It can be. And I think 
Yeah, because I feel like when you're alone at home and you feel a bit lonely, it's kind of like, oh, maybe it's just because I'm in on my own. Mm. But then when you're in a crowd of people and you still feel lonely, I think that's quite it's scary. Even worse. Yeah. yeah, it's even worse. I, it's definitely worse. I'm a little bit weird about I feel like sometimes, really? yeah, I feel like I get too much energy and I have to be alone. Like if I'm in a crowd, I'm like, ah, there's too much going on. Yeah, no, there's I get that. too many energies. I need to be by myself just to recuperate. I was, I'm like, this is way worse than, I'm like, ah, get me out of here. No. <laughs> She's on the run. <laughs> I'm like, I need to run away. <laughs> yeah, I've ever, I'm a weird, I can't deal with too much yeah. at me and I have to be alone. She's just got so many friends that want to be around. No, she's like, no, Jenny's on the run. Everybody wants my attention. (laughs) Just don't know what to do. But but then I guess like they say the difference between an introvert and an extrovert is where you get your energy from. So they might say so. The definition of an introvert, say, could be someone who, after a stressful day, they get their energy from going home and being by themselves. Where an extrovert, it might be okay. I need to go out, and I mean, I need Mm, to be surrounded by people. So. There is definitely a distinction between, you know, being alone and being lonely. Yeah. For sure. I also think as well, like, even if you're, like, quite a loud, outgoing character, Mm. you aren't necessarily an extrovert. Does that make sense? Because I think people, like, associate the two to, like, be linked, and that's not necessarily the case at all. And so you can be very introverted, but still be very outgoing and... Mm. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it's binary. I think, no. you know, I even, I would say I'm a bit of both. I'd say I'm I'm an extroverted introvert or an introverted yeah. one of them. Yeah. Because I, I think, you know, I, I am sociable. I, you know, I, I can be flamboyant, but I think I, I do love my own company yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've talked a bit about, you know, being alone versus being lonely. So... On the topic of actually being around a lot of people but still feeling lonely, obviously we're coming up to Christmas, Mm. massively social time, Mm -hmm. when actually people can feel at their most lonely. I've heard the Samaritans get the most amount of of calls around Christmas. Um, So why do you think that is, number one? And number two... Do you think any... So for people who do feel lonely around this time of year, mm-hmm. do you think there's anything that can be done or is it just a case of just grinning and bearing it until until January? There's, like, so much pressure from that yeah. Christmas. exactly what I was going to say. Christmas like, family time, yeah. friends time, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And so you feel there's so much excitation that, and that if you don't meet that idealistic Christmas experience, yeah. then you feel super, super lonely. Yeah. yeah. And, like, not everyone's going to have, like, do you know what I mean, like... The perfect family Christmas. Mm. Well, that's it. It's not picture perfect, no, is it? No, it's not. At all. And it's um, yeah. And I think you are right. It's like the pressure of being like, oh my gosh, like there's always such a build up to Christmas, yeah. and I think mm. that's it's already the, started. yeah. 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 I mean, like three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did put my tree up two weeks ago. No one judged me. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like. I don't know, there's such a build-up to it that when the day actually comes, it can be such an anti-climax in general. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Even if you're not And also a lot of arguments probably happen. Oh, yeah, mate. Oh, yeah. That probably probably does not help things either. Especially when Jenny's on the run. They're like, come back, Jenny. No, I feel that that time is such a pressure time. I had a conversation with my mum last night, and I was like, I... I, I hate the run-up to Christmas. Yeah. I don't like the run-up at all because it's very focused on everything needs to be picture perfect. I don't like that because I know that's not truly how it is in my situation. Mm-hmm. I like I just like the fundamentals, like um, being able to actually talk to somebody mm. and not because I feel I get like a very pressured sort of thing around Christmas and I just want to be able to like reach out to somebody to kind of feel a lot less pressured and stuck in my own thoughts. That's how I kind of 
class myself as lonely at those times. Mm-hmm. So I just try to reach out to somebody and talk to somebody, even if it's like a stranger or like yeah. in that case, like last night was me just talking to my mum and trying to like alleviate certain pressures that I have around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I would oh go for it. No, I was just gonna say I've heard like volunteering is meant to be. I was just about to say that. Yeah, Yeah. 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 that's what I've heard. It's very good, especially on Christmas Day, like volunteering. Mm. Yeah, Um, because if you are feeling a little bit lonely and you don't necessarily think that you've got that picture perfect, Mm. you know, like surrounding with it, whether it be family or friends, like I'd say try a new tradition yeah. so try something yeah. that then becomes your new like that's now what you do at christmas you know mm. something like volunteering yeah. because um yeah it's always great to like meet new people it's anyway and it's, and it's like helping other people helps yourself yeah, yeah of course so it does. it's the most rewarding thing yeah most rewarding thing i think um what a lot of people say can be the issue of christmas is that there's this kind of like forced Happiness, I'm putting forced in, in quotes because it's, it's not forced for everyone, you know. Yeah. Some people <clears throat> have everything that they need to make their Christmas mm. beautiful, but, f- mm. you know, for other people... I mean, Christmas, the time of year it is as well, when you're in the end of the year, it's close to New Year, I guess people start being more reflective yeah. over the year that's passed, like, what have, you know, what have you achieved, what have you not achieved? So I think Christmas can be quite triggering... In yeah. that yeah. sense, yeah. that all these emotions are coming up, and yet all you can see is like tinsel and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. winter wonderland. It's like shoved in your face, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. be happy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I think it's sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> sparkle. <laughs> I think financially, Christmas is a really tough time of year for a lot of people and I think that can bring around a lot of loneliness because people are going out they're doing things and mm. these things cost money oh, yeah. and if you don't have the money to kind of like participate in those activities it can be really lonely mm. you know it's like mm. and sometimes you're not feel you don't feel comfortable to be like do you know what I actually can't afford to go to the Christmas dinner but you know because then in a way everyone catches up at that Christmas dinner so they don't feel the need to catch up out, out with that so then it can be quite a lonely time so mm. Financially, I think, um, yeah, it can be tough, which kind of contributes to the loneliness, I think. Definitely. I think Christmas can bring everything up into relief. So if you, if your loneliness is because you feel you don't have a lot of friends, mm. you know, Christmas is party season. So that can really exacerbate that feeling of, oh, God, like, I don't have people to go to parties with. Or if you don't have a big family... You know, Christmas is family time. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not in a relationship, which is a, a type of loneliness we'll, we'll touch on in a bit. Mm-hmm. But if you're single as well, I think, you know, Christmas can really throw up a lot of um, emotions mm-hmm. around that as yeah. well. Definitely. Um, but I think it's interesting what you say about starting, like, a new tradition. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes these things are better in your head as in like you know it's an idea in your head I'm like oh that would be good and maybe the reality wouldn't be but there might be something that is so it's Mm. like trying to find kind of like what what kind of fulfills you in a different way Um, and trying to do something and then seeing what works and I think as well like not every Christmas is the same I've had some amazing Christmas days and I've had some that were just really you know like I've been really miserable Mm. and especially if you like suffer from loneliness in general or maybe anxiety or any other mental health issues you can't pick what day it hits you yeah. and if it hits you on the 25th yeah. of December it hits, you. Yeah. It hits yeah. you on the 25th you know and so I think that that's that's a tricky one because people like I know even growing up because you know parents and family members put so much effort in right and then it's like if you're not that happy on that day mm. it's like why are you not happy you know yeah. and you're like oh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and they feel guilty about not being happy yeah, as that's well it. Mm. 
Yeah, so I feel I, like there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like just kind of allow those feelings in a way. I wouldn't sit in them. Mm. Um mm. Because I am just a big believer of kind of trying to do what you can <laughs> yeah. to kind of get From out of that mindset. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I think oh, such an issue. Such an issue. <laughs> so other than like different traditions, do you think there's any other ways that people can snap out? Oh, not snap out of loneliness. I want to say that. No. <laughs> no. But any ways other people can combat loneliness around this time of year? I think um, when I've felt the most lonely, it's because I've not felt connected. Mm. So like I maybe had people around me, but I've not felt connected. But I do think when you do feel lonely, the first thing you want to do is like recluse, right? You mm. don't want to go out. You want to stay in. You know, like you want to protect yourself. It's natural. What I would say to kind of combat it this time of year is like kind of push yourself out the comfort zone, even if it is only for an hour, because it's one thing going, okay, I'm accepting how I feel, but it's another thing like sitting in it. And I think that um, it's the hardest thing to do Mm. is to like, but just do little steps. So whether that's, okay, I actually can't face going out. Why don't I try and invite someone round? So maybe Mm. isn't like necessarily going to be such a connection for you and combat the loneliness but it's a step you know Mm. like have them around for a cup of tea you don't have to spend any money and you'd be surprised I've found connections in places that I didn't think were possible Mm. because I've reached out and gone you know what actually I will spend an hour with that person or you know what I mean and I think that that might be another way of kind of trying to build connections Mm. that aren't quite there yet yeah my mum's like that my mum suffers from loneliness a lot like I can connect to not personally so what she does she just goes out she'll go out she'll go for a walk she'll go window shopping mm-hmm. my mum's a very people person at the same time but like she'll she'll just talk to like somebody on the tail she'll talk to yeah. a worker and then she'll just be like oh okay and she starts this like half an hour long conversation in the shop with the worker <laughs> and she feels better yeah. she's yeah. That. so good at that yeah she's <laughs> like, like, like home she, she loves home sense never take her to a home sense she's a <laughs> obsessed I'm like you need to work there <laughs> so she'll start looking at stuff and then she'll just talk to somebody and then she feels a lot better and then she'll go mm. back home like she yeah. just she she but she's somebody who feels very lonely at home even though she has her husband and my brother lives at home she's constantly said to me she just feels lonely mm. all the time she wants to be out and about she wants to be out and about but then sometimes she doesn't even want to take herself out the house yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. has to she says that she has to kind of slowly but surely take herself out of that comfort zone to mm. feel some sort of like belonging and feeling that she's actually in the present because when she recluses she's completely not in the present she's thinking about xyz and that makes her a lot worse and then you spiral out control and you completely spiral out of control yeah Yeah. and then two weeks have passed and you're like oh why do i feel worse oh yeah because i've not stepped over the door yet yeah yeah. i mean i'd say for me you know i i christmas is a funny time of year for me i love it because you know it's christmas um but you know so i i have great family I have you know loving friends you know I'd say the the one area in my life that is a source of loneliness is is that I'm single mm-hmm. um and is that there isn't that special person in my life and I definitely think at Christmas even though on Christmas day now I'll be around like family mm. and all that stuff it always not hits home hardest then because it, it hits home all the time mm. but it's definitely uh more heightened yeah then so, I mean, on that note, I mean, of course, there's, there's different types of loneliness. You know, you can be lonely because you don't have enough friends or because you, you would love a child and you can't have one or because you're not in a relationship. Do you think the feelings... Um, do you think the feelings that each of those different kinds of loneliness generate are, are different or do they all kind of fall under the same? 
umbrella. I, yeah, I think they're different because I think what you seek from a partner is very different to what you would seek from a friendship or family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as well, it's having that one person who's kind of your go-to. Mm. And I think as well, like, on the flip side of that, you can be in a relationship and still be very lonely within that relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is sometimes worse. You know, <laughs> it's 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 a hard one. But I do yeah. think being single around Christmas, I totally get it because I think that naturally people tend to go out maybe in couples or mm. like I like my partner's on tour at the minute. So it's like, I see so many things. I'm like, oh my gosh, we could go there. It'd be really cute. And it's like, we mm. obviously can't do yeah. that because he's away. Um, and so I think, but other times in the year, I don't really get that as much. Mm. So I think you're right. Like you look at ice skating and we're so used to watching these Christmas movies, you know, she's ice skating with the prince or she's doing. Mm. So I think in your head, naturally you're seeking a partner mm. in that. Yeah. Also, I was going to say like, I've noticed um, that a lot of people who are into relationships isolate themselves from their friends mm. and that becomes, they become lonely. So they're not yeah. lonely in terms of relationship. They might be a healthy relationship, but they're not lonely in terms, but they are lonely when it comes to friendships. Yeah. yeah. And personally, I'd always have it the other way around. So I'd always like have the friends, like yeah. have yeah. friends, and may, may, like yeah, maybe be single romantically. But I know like what comes from there's, that a, there's a certain like um, safety and dependency that comes with friendships that you don't necessarily often get yeah. with romantic relationships. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and obviously, yeah, it's like great to be in a relationship with all this kind of stuff. But I think. And then when I've seen this happen to friends, and it's just quite, I just feel quite sad about it. Just that the fact that you see themselves like cut themselves off slowly, mm, slowly yeah. from their friends, mm. and it's just not the way. No, just not the way to be. Like yeah. way to live your life, essentially. No, yeah. there's definitely a balance. Yeah, there, for sure. But I and I think what you were saying, um, Robin, about you know that being the kind of go-to person, because you know when you think even about like films mm-hmm. or music or whatever. It, you might get films about friendships and they're not as frequent as, you know, romantic mm-hmm. comedies or or even songs about friendships. So I think it's, you know, if, if someone feels lonely because they are single, yeah. I think it's because you can be faced with the idea that, oh, there's all these other people, all these other couples experiencing yes. this this yeah. partnership, yeah. this union and that you see, mm. you know, replicated in film, in songs, mm-hmm. in literature and you're kind of not yeah not experiencing that so yeah and it's also your perspective like on that because like i mean i'm sure we've all done it you know you split up with a partner and suddenly like even the birds are sitting in twos do you know what i mean <laughs> and you're just like are you for yeah, real yeah, yeah. You're do you know what i mean like, suddenly there's just not even a pigeon on their own like, <laughs> like so i know on? like even the pigeon's got a pal do you know what i mean so it's like well you see a couple kissing and you're like fuck off <laughs> So indecent. This should be illegal. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't kissing last week when I had a boyfriend. (laughs) But yeah, so I think like it is your perspective, and well, life in general is obviously always Mm. your. And I think around Christmas, I kind of a bit like what you said before about the kind of forced happiness. Mm. I think naturally people do go, oh, it's Christmas time. I should spend time with my other half. Mm. So naturally, there probably is actually more couples in and around and doing whatever they're doing. but I think it's just like any other time of year, isn't it? It's like having that go-to person is great if it's, yeah. if it's the right person. But mm. if it's not the right person, you're probably better on your own anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would say. Isn't cuffing, cuffing season's a thing, isn't it? Oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> what is that? No, I, think, I, think, I think that's November. <laughs> <laughs> it's when it's like the cunts gets 
cold, gets to the winter months, and you want to lock you down need a your booth. other half. <laughs> you need to, you need to them down. Oh my god! You gotta use desperately trying to text Yeah, it's, it's, it's like from. Let me, let me think now. It's like, isn't it from September? Yeah, it's like just September in time January. to like for December. Yeah, so you can get yeah. that person for Christmas. Jenny, don't pretend you don't know. Oh, I know about this. Never need to do it, but. No, but that's interesting. Maybe it's an animalistic thing. Maybe it is actually an animalistic thing. Just they want to feel warm. I was reading this article the other day about these it was a they were interviewing a series of people and, and a lot of them were in the kind of 50s and 60s and they were but also people in their kind of 20s and 30s but the one thing they all had in common is that they had been single for a very long time and one man who I think was 57 said what he missed most was just like touch yeah not, not yeah. even just like you know sexual touch or you know just like you know, holding someone's hand. Affection. Or, yeah, affection, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I do think, you know, I think human beings, yeah, we're designed for, for connection and, mm, you know, definitely. and all the different Absolutely. kinds. Definitely. All, you know, all the different ways that can that can manifest Yeah, itself. I'm always a bit cynical of people who are like, I don't need anyone, like, I could do this all by myself. Yeah. You hear that a lot. It's like this forced idea that, oh, it's good to be independent, but then... It's kind of like, oh, I don't need anyone. I can depend yes. on myself. I don't need... Do you know, and I get mm. really sick. I'm like, everyone needs yeah. people. Yeah, yeah of course yeah. they do. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I was like, no, like, you yeah. should care what... Not even if it's another heart. Uh, an, an other heart. No, no, it's, it's just people and your friends. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, everyone wants that. Yeah. It's probably often masking, maybe... Actually, there is quite a need for it, but maybe they're just kind of... It's in yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Um, because they've done a lot of studies, actually. Well, they've done like kind of like in animal labs, they'll do a test on like a group of animals who are petted over a, a period of time, oh, and, like yeah. stroked, mm-hmm. and a group of animals who aren't, and then they they track like how well they I don't know adapt to some new surrounding or okay. something. Okay. But there is, I mean, there's been a lot of studies on how loneliness affects physical health. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I believe that you know. Yeah. yeah. So there was a statistic I read that apparently social isolation is as lethal as smoking fifty cigarettes a day. I read that. Yeah. Yesterday. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what do you when you hear statistics like that? Do you think they're helpful? Like, do you th- for someone who's already experiencing loneliness? Do you think that kind of statistic? No. Helps. No, I feel like if you're already in that spot where you're feeling a bit low and stuff, I think reading that personally would make me feel worse I'm like oh, yeah. I'm smoking and then I'm, that's worse than smoking and it makes me feel oh I'm in a really bad predicament yeah. now yeah. like I don't think they should compare it to something that's already kind of bad for your health yeah. as it is because you're, you're just making yourself even worse yeah. feeling that way yeah, you're stressing yourself out. Yeah, and it doesn't really solve the situation. And you're equating two things, yeah. you know, one being a, a, you know, a choice to, you know, to smoke. I mean, I know mm. there's addiction, but, you know, you, you would choose to smoke. People don't choose to be lonely. No, no yeah, not at all. all. So it seems to be making the comparison that it's like, well, if you do this, you're you're damaging yeah. your life. Like, and, yeah. And people who are lonely are like, I'm, I'm probably... I'm sure they're probably aware of that. You know? Yeah. Well, that's it. They're like, I'm doing it. enough damage, and like, give me yeah, a break. Yeah, completely. So, I mean, do you think it helps raise awareness then about? I do, loneliness? and I think as well, um, it's not necessarily for the people that are experiencing loneliness, but I think it does actually help for those, um, like those kind of statistics, actually help if you to be more aware that someone could be experiencing that and that it's not a joke and that it is a thing. Do you know what I mean? I think as well, like old people, like. Like, honestly, I just think, like, of my gran or... And I'm like, gosh, she could literally sit in that house and not actually see a human for, like, three days. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I like stay like in an afternoon on my own and I go stark crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Unless unless I've like actually decided, okay, today I'm gonna be on my own and I'm gonna Do you know what I mean? But as in like I've I've sat there like, oh my gosh, I actually have no one to see or talk to, mm, yeah. especially in a big city like London. Um, I think yeah. it could be quite easily overlooked and I think mm-hmm. so statistics like that do help everyone else to be a bit more aware mm-hmm. so that when you've got an old woman in Tesco that wants to talk about you know the brand of beans you give her the time of day mm. do you know what I mean not always because you're in a rush but mm. you know what I mean there is it kind of like raises your awareness to know that actually mm. this is a thing mm. and it, it isn't something to kind of be joked around or it's quite scary thinking about old age then yeah it is and I think what comes to mind is like you think about those stories where like older people and their other half is gone and then you hear that they've passed away of a broken heart and they're lonely I'm yeah. just like oh that literally is a that, thing that's makes my heart just break and I'm like I don't want to I don't want that to no, happen it's gonna happen it happens. Yeah. it's inevitable it happens yeah and those are really sad and I think as well like my grand's got um, Alzheimer's mm. and she's had it like for years but then when my granddad died there was such a sh- like swift like shift in her mental health like her dementia just got so mm. much worse yeah. because partially because she was lonely right mm. so he was no longer there and he kind of like kept her on you know like oh you know reminding her and things like that and then now like her mental health has deteriorated like rapidly since that mm. and so I do think that being lonely and kind of maybe not having that other half or really close friends and family around you definitely impacts yeah. your like your mental health and your physical health for sure there's an there's an evolutionary story behind it isn't it because in the past if you weren't if you were excluded from the pack of mm-hmm. humans that you yeah. that you lived your life with you're most likely to die because yeah. Yeah. you weren't protected mm. and so that's why like it's like biologically we feel more stress when we're like ex- we feel excluded or yeah. alone, mm-hmm. and like it's like our body's response because that's because it would have been fatal in the past. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's interesting now to see it's still fatal, but in a, obviously in a very different, different way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's still it's still the same biological responses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I mean, there's been a lot of focus actually on loneliness in the elderly. I think the initial original campaign for loneliness was focused around kind of uh, loneliness and like you know senior citizens yes. and stuff. I mean, there does seem to be now uh, more of a, I, I guess, a kind of a, awareness of loneliness across the spectrum, yes. I guess, maybe, yeah. in all ages. I mean, do you think there are any particular ages when people might begin to feel, you know, be subject to loneliness? Early 20s? T- I was going to yeah. say 20s. Yeah. Everyone is just yeah. moving at such different rates. Yeah. Yeah. You, f- you finish uni or, like, or you start working, whatever it is you're doing, mm-hmm. and, yeah, you everything's changing yeah people yeah. are moving constantly yeah you're trying to figure don't out where you are yeah. in life and I think that's a really hard time and I think that's what somebody can easily slip into it because they're, they're just trying to piece together what on earth is happening yeah. at such a fast paced time like is it is it is it more impactful being in a city than it is like mm. being out of the city like I feel like mm. it's probably more impactful for somebody in their early 20s in London to feel more lonely yeah. because there's just so yeah. much going on and like where on earth do I start? Who do I see? Where do I yeah. go? It's much harder at a fast-paced yeah. And your emotional maturity at that age probably isn't still hasn't developed, fully sort of, developed. Yeah. yeah. So you you don't know how to like, process your own emotions about it, and that makes it feel that makes you feel worse as well. Yeah. I think as sure. well, you don't really know who you are. You don't yeah, really know yeah, what you exactly. like. Yeah. Yeah. So how you're do still you figure yourself out? Yeah, that's it. So if you've not even figured yourself out, how are you going to figure out the people that you're going to you know spend yeah, time with? Completely. 
It's really interesting that you guys say that, actually, because I think along with um, a focus being on uh, loneliness in the elderly, I've also seen a lot of articles about loneliness in millennials yeah. as well. Yeah, completely. So it's like the extremities are either end of the spectrum mm-hmm. yeah. they've looked at. But then I'm a woman in my 30s as well, and I, and I guess, you know, experiences are always kind of relative, but as a woman in my 30s, I definitely think in your 30s, that, that time you're talking about in your early 20s where people are kind of mm-hmm. like figuring mm-hmm. out where they are, I think in your 30s it's like okay you feel surrounded maybe by people who've already kind of worked it out yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so they're having kids and they're getting married yeah yeah Yeah. and I think that loneliness can come back then when it's like okay but like never ends why am I not (laughs) there yeah thanks for the good news great (laughs) time I've got my dad's going to be like loving life (laughs) I thought it was all going to work out I've been told a lie first of all I'm sorry I know what to expect in a year's time isn't it yeah wow it was Jenny's birthday yesterday <laughs> but I, I don't think I think you know I think that can be at any age I think that could be in your 40s as well mm-hmm. I definitely think though maybe in you know the 30s like you know with kids and you know with friends kind of settling down it can throw up a whole kind of new yeah uh, it's yeah. definitely something I've experienced and it's definitely something that my friends single friends have yeah. experienced yeah mm-hmm. um, I wonder well. in that case if being in a city would actually be more helpful because I think in a city people don't necessarily settle down in inverted commas yeah. in the same mm. way they do in the country yeah and so I wonder if being in your 30s and feeling that kind of loneliness and kind of like everyone kind of moving on in a city you know you can do out like kind of outreach to like more creative people or yes. people that yeah. have maybe made their career more their focus yes. than the family. And there's more variety of lifestyles. Yeah. And everyone's at different stages in the city as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, yeah, I mean, there's that as well. Just but means I mean, like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, I mean, London is known for being an extremely lonely city. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think the thing is, is that, and this is why I really wanted to do this podcast, is that it's just not talked about. Yeah. We don't it talk really, about. Yeah. I mean, why do you think that is, that people don't? Well, London is just quite like... Reserved as well. Like, yeah. British people are quite reserved. They just and no, yeah, they just don't really talk. Too busy. I think people. But I mean, in, about loneliness. Like, why do you yeah. think people don't mm. talk about? I think loneliness? people. I think people try to see it as a stigma. Um, mm. I feel like it doesn't hurt to talk about it more. Like, there's a lot of. I think now, companies and people in the workplace are starting to slowly starting to recognize it in trying to build platforms and sort of areas to quote-unquote combat loneliness. Mm, I don't think you could ever combat it because it's something that happens mentally, physically, all sorts. But people are trying to get young people and older people to really talk about it more and to really put it out there to say, Mm. you are actually not alone in talking about it. There are loads of people who are kind of experiencing this. And I think people need to, we need to now get it more into the forefront to make people more not feel lonely. I think as well, like... Exactly what you're saying, like, they're trying to combat it, but I do think that there is a reason, like, the reason people don't really talk about Mm. it, I know for myself, the reason I don't talk about it is because a lot of the time I don't actually identify it as loneliness. So, like, I think, oh, I'm really anxious today, or I feel really sad today, or, you know, like, loneliness isn't at the forefront of my mind. I don't go, oh, my gosh, I'm really lonely Mm. today, whereas I will go, oh, gosh, I feel really anxious today, or, oh, you know, oh, wouldn't it be nice to go out with someone today? I don't. So sometimes I think it's identifying it in order yes. to speak about it because I don't think I, I mean, as an individual, just speaking for myself, like I don't think I necessarily recognise it as that. 
So it's like I call my mum. Mum's like, I think you're just lonely. I'm like, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I have no, so no. many. There's so much stigma. Right? Yeah. 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 And, and do you yeah. think it is because of that stigma that yeah. you don't Definitely. identify? I don't. I think it's a combination because I, I'm like, I think in my head for years I always associated loneliness with being alone, right? So mm. like, I'm like, mum, I can't possibly be. Um, like lonely I, like I'm a presenter I talk to people for a living that's what I do on a daily do you know what I mean so I'm like I've got people around me all the time so how can I possibly be lonely so I think it's like being a little bit more educated and w- what that yeah, means and what yeah, that looks like yeah. in order to kind of talk about it mm, for sure yeah. and you're right I definitely think there is a stigma yeah, um, around this is. I think it's their shame it's I think in yeah. saying I you know I want people in my life that I'm, I don't have them yet. You yeah. know, like yeah. I think people feel a bit of shame around that. It's because we're constantly mm. told this narrative of like not being too needy or clingy or being chill mm. or being self-sufficient. Yeah. Mm. All this kind of this kind of narrative that we're mm-hmm. often told, and so mm-hmm. saying you're lonely is kind of admitting that you need aren't. Yeah, people. that you need yeah. people, yeah. which I think is yeah is definitely shamed by society. Yeah. But it's so interesting because when I have had conversations with friends and if they've shared that they're lonely or I've shared that they're lonely, the, the immediate connection that that creates, yeah. that a, a person is able to just like say the thing, because mm. it's quite an intimate thing to reveal, like, you, know, yeah. I, you know, that someone feels lonely sometimes. I feel lonely sometimes. And I think when you have that level of connection with someone where you're actually just being honest, like yeah. it can really, um, that level of vulnerability, I think, actually really yeah. creates... Yeah. Connection. It's quite ironic, isn't it? It is, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Definitely. All the irony. <laughs> oh, the ironing. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> and, I mean, what you were saying as well, Nisha, about um, how it's kind of, you know, that kind of shame as well. I think, you know, social media as well. Like, oh, don't get started on that. <laughs> <piece. Well>, oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't mentioned it once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slip that one in. Just now. Yeah. But, you know, you go on Facebook. I mean, I, I'm not a massive social media person. I'm only on Facebook. But even on that, you know, I can scroll through and be like, oh, you know, this person just got married. This person mm-hmm. just had a kid. Or this person's on like, a mountain in Peru. You know, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. And it's bonkers because there's there's no need for me to com- compare my life that way. Yeah. But it's, it's human instinct. I mean, no. do you think social media has yes. had an impact? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Again, it's yeah. the pressures. Yeah, I think as well, it's actually had, an, uh, for me personally, it's had an impact um, in a different way. So, like, I, compared to, like, other people and, like, in their view of my life, it could be quite interesting. Mm. But that's because they're seeing the highlights on Instagram, right? Yeah. So I have been at my loneliness and have been working a lot because, and then that's obviously, well, usually the reason I'm lonely is because I'm working a lot. But my work can be quite interesting. So people, like, watch it, like you say, and yeah. be like, oh, she's doing well, she's doing this, whatever. But then... I'll like call my friend and be like, "Oh, I'm really sad." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And I just saw you on Instagram. It's like, yeah, yeah that's my job. Mm, like yeah, my job yeah. on Instagram is to be presenter Robin. So like, actually, I've ended up lonely because my friends haven't reached out to me for a coffee, haven't mm. said, "Robin, do you want to come here?" Because they think, "Oh, Robin's cool. She's fine." Yeah. And so like, actually, I've experienced it in the opposite way, where I'm like, "Oh, I'm actually really lonely," but no one's reached out to me or said, "Do you want to come here?" Because they just assume I'm going to be busy. Yeah. And so, so I think. Yeah. yeah, I've experienced loneliness that way. Um, and that can be quite hard because people are like, oh, what do you mean? Oh, your life's great. And you're like, yeah. no, you just saw it on Instagram. Mm, do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. So it's a, it's a funny one. And obviously it can happen the other way again, like you mm. say, like looking at other people's lives and being yeah. like, what am I doing? Um, but yeah. yeah, I think it, yeah. I've definitely had the same, yeah. exact same experience in terms of 
the it's weird. It cor- it's a weird correlation. It's like the times that a couple of friends have been like, oh, you seem to be living your best life. Is the, there's the points, <laughs> yeah. are those exact points where I felt the, the worst. absolute worst. Yeah. And maybe, yeah. maybe it's correlated because I'm overcompensating yes. on Instagram um, for how I'm actually feeling inside sometimes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that and that's really stuck in my head ever since then. You know what, I'm actually take, going to take a break from Instagram, I think, for a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. no, no, I've decided. Just, I just, like, just, just right now. Just right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually talking about it with my friend last night, but yeah. I was like, I just, it's become almost like a job to like yes. post but, but it should be fun and you should use it in a fun way and people yeah. post fun, fine mm. but I felt like it happened the other day I went on holiday and I was like oh I still need to put the pictures up I still need to put the pictures up mm, of like yeah. going to Japan on Instagram and in my head I was like why am I acting as if it's like a job that I'm being paid yeah, to do or like a chore um, yeah. and then I was like okay maybe this means that I just I don't think it's yeah. worthwhile being there yeah. anymore I think yeah. I think once it starts affecting you in that way, then it's probably time to take a nice break. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then and I, I don't, yeah. think miss it. I don't think I'll miss it either. No, I mean I don't know. I think it's well, it is definitely part of my job. Yeah, so I so feel you have like to it, yeah, yeah. It's a kind of yeah. It's a, it's it's a fine balance, but I would say exactly like you said. Mm. Um, if if I'm not on Instagram, it's probably when I'm actually living my best life. Yeah, yes, exactly. It is. Because it is. I'm you don't not at work. Yeah. yeah. Not that I don't love my job. I do love my job. But I just mean like, like for instance, like we went to Wales for a few days. It's like I was off my phone for a few days because I was up like hill walking. And it's like, it's funny because people will be like, oh, Robin's been quiet. I'll check in on her. And you're like, actually, it's the opposite. Mm, yeah. um, Interesting. So it's such a, it's such a weird based yeah. social media. Yeah. <laughs> and people say that there's a well a lack of community now or less of a community and, and that's another reason that people have people are more lonely what are your thoughts uh, no, like like was, the sort of like the kind of virtual community has replaced yeah oh like, like actual real community. Community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like in the past yeah yeah where you'd like be best friends with all your neighbors yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly that my, i guess i just one thing i'll say is that my thoughts i'm i'm in two minds about that one because i don't know if having been friends with your neighbours I mean I guess what is community like what what is community to you guys that's what I was going to say I think it's just in different forms I think like I come from like a really small town and everyone pretty much knows everyone Mm. there or thereabouts like you're like oh who's that never seen them before Um, so in terms of a sense of community you know that's very much still a thing so like you know the neighbours will come over at Christmas day and things like that um, but I think, like, here, it's just a different form of community. And I think as well, like, in a way, you've got to, we've got to be quite open-minded about how the landscape of community and relationships has changed. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Mm. And it's just whether or not you're willing to kind of be open-minded enough to kind of, you know, mm. find different... Like, for instance, Women of Power, that's a community. Yeah. And it's, like, whether you're being open-minded... <laughs> 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 yeah. But, yeah, but, like, I've met some of, like, the most amazing people here. Mm. And, you know... Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the queen of WAP is Priscilla. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it is true. And it, so I think it's, like, identifying that there is communities out there yes. and kind of being open-minded enough to find them. Yeah. Right? And it... So it's not. I don't think that it's actually gone, and I think that it's something that, mm. till the end of time, humans mm. are going to need, like, because they need interaction. But it's just not your immediate neighbors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just you yeah. have to make yeah. an effort yeah. now. Like, yeah. yeah, it is what it is, really. But and I think if you're open-minded enough to push yourself out your comfort yeah. zone, then you'll find them. Mm. I don't know. 
Yeah, you're right. Because I think, you know, the I guess the idea of community maybe like 40 years ago was, you know, yes, maybe more just kind of neighbour mm-hmm. form mm. and just in your kind of local area. Whereas now it's, you know, the, like you say, there's many, many, many different forms of community that you can, you know, dip in and yeah. out of as you, as you see fit. Um, so we're wrapping up in a bit, but I just, a couple of questions I want to ask just before we do. Do you think loneliness is just part of the human condition? Like, do you think it's just something like, you know, life ebbs and flows and it's just something that people will experience every now and again at a part of their life? Yeah, I I think so. Like, not everything can be picture perfect, like how everyone advertised it and how social media advertised it. It's human. You go through, you literally, you go through the ebbs and flows all the time. Mm. So you will experience it, even if it's for a brief moment, even if it's for a certain amount of time, you will experience it. And it's just, it's part of growing, it's a part of evolving. Um, and like you said, finding those communities is a part of kind of like jumping in and out of your comfort zone every mm. now and then. And yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely a part of it. Yeah, I think it's a part of it, but it could be improved. So mm. it's like anything, right? Mm. I'm like a big believer of mental health isn't necessarily um, negative. Mm. So like you can have good mental health or you can have bad mental health. Mm. And um, it's not necessarily just one thing. So I wouldn't, mm. I, in the same way that I'd be like loneliness, there's a spectrum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a day where you're like, oh, I feel a bit lonely. Yeah. But then if, you know, if it becomes a thing over, it's like anything, if it becomes a thing over like months, then yeah. it's then something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. So I do think that we're all probably got it in us and have the ability to feel lonely yeah um but it's just whether or not what's that phrase it's like um nature loads the gun environment pulls the trigger oh hello there you go (laughs) there's a little quote you can uh, drop that one in (laughs) there (laughs) (laughs) and make drop (laughs) (laughs) no it's true though i love that so like you have the capacity to feel loneliness mm-hmm. oh, wow. yeah. and based on and it's not even just it's for mental health it's for mm-hmm. like like for everything so mental health addiction mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all this kind of different stuff I think as humans we're biologically like built in certain ways and mm-hmm. we have the capacity to go down certain paths and then what, the exter- it's external influences which help bring some of that out mm-hmm. yeah Very good so. or bad yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's there's arguments that you know loneliness. Well, well, you know, it can be genetic. Well, not genetic as well, but it can be something that's kind of maybe passed down, or it can be a kind of nature versus nurture thing. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, there's one thing I was going to say, and it's left my mind. There's one thing that's something I was going to say, and it's gone. It'll come back to you. Don't yeah, worry. No, it'll, it'll <laughs> it always back. does. Look, it always I've got it. It's there back. you go. Yeah. So, um, because you're right. I think, Robin, you're right. You know, you, you, you might have the case where it's like, oh, just one day I feel a bit lonely. But I think when, when it taps into chronic loneliness, like yeah. when, it's, when it becomes to be a theme in your life, then, you know, that, I think that's something different. Um, because there is this, it's not so much a quote, but there's a kind of like existential notion that um, what you... You, you already have what you seek. So, like, the idea that you don't need to seek for anything external outside of you. You already have it mm. within. Yeah. And that's another thing I've often kind of struggled with. Oh, I don't know with. if I believe that. This is another, this is another thing. I've off, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it because yeah. some things, I mean, by that notion, then we don't need anyone yeah. for mm. anything. But then I guess if there is a void inside that's perhaps never going to be filled yeah externally what are your thoughts 
don't know, maybe I'm not happy enough. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know whether I'm just not in my feels enough. But I just don't believe that. I think, okay. like, I think, don't get me wrong, seeking outside validation is a very different thing. Yeah. So I feel like you've got to be very secure in yourself. And, you know, yeah. you have to do the inner work for sure. But do I believe that I could live on my own and not have any interaction yeah. with anyone else and still feel the way I feel? No, is how I feel. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's someone in a yeah. in a mountain it, telling it? me otherwise. But yeah, <laughs> in a mountain, yeah, in a mountain, <laughs> chilling inside of it. on their own. But um, yeah, maybe we do. But I do think that in this modern uh, in this modern climate, I think that you really have to put in some serious groundwork in order to kind yeah. of do that. We're a social species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're social. Yeah, I, I don't, think so. Don't, yeah, I don't agree with that. No, yeah, I mean, I... I <laughs> We're like, eh, I, no. Right, you're wrong. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> when, when I've heard it in the past, I've, you know, when I've heard it or when it's been said to me, when I've said, oh, you know, I'd, I'd really like to meet someone or I, I feel a bit lonely, I've often thought, mm, I get it on like a kind of cerebral, theoretical level. Like, yeah, I get yeah. it there, but in mm, practice, reality, yeah. like, I yeah. get that you, you cannot get validation or, or sense of worth and value externally. Like, I get that, even though as humans, we'll naturally try. Mm-hmm. Um... But I do believe there's a connection you can have with other people. Mm. I do believe you can, you can have that connection of yourself, but you do also need that with other people, I don't think. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. that maybe, like, for a while you'd be, you know, you, you're fine. Yeah. You know, if you've done some, like, all the meditations and you're, you know, and your feels and you're content. And, yeah, it's great, but I just don't think that for the different pressures and the lifestyles that we lead now, I, d- I don't think that yeah. you could kind of do that on your own. But that's just how I feel. You know what this reminds me of? Hey, has anyone heard of... You can drop read? another quote. No, no, Brene Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I get yeah, 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 and she talks about this a lot. And she, like, so if, if anyone hasn't heard of her or whatever, she has a Netflix special out called The Call to Courage and then a book out about the power of vulnerability. And it's, oh, yeah. she honestly talks about... Well, this is where yeah. I'm getting all my quotes from. <laughs> but she's amazing. She just really, talks about I'm the importance of like... Um, yeah, like points of being vulnerable, being with people, yeah. and the only way to fully live your life is by having um, deep connections with people. Yeah. And, and like... And she explains it way better. Yeah. I'm doing right now. I think you did a wonderful job. So <laughs> yeah. funny. But um, definitely, like, go out and um, yeah. look her up. Yeah. But she, she and she gives like, and she, I think so, she's a qualified therapist as well. But she gives like really helpful yeah. perspectives. What's it called? The guy? ideas. Um, Court of so the Netflix special is called the Court of Courage. She did a TED yeah. talk called about pa- yeah the power of vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah. released a book yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yes, um, please. Her book is called Daring Greatly. I read it. On this yeah, I, I, I listened to her TED talk. I, I, I like. Yeah, it's a good TED talk. Actually. Yeah, actually. And she's from like um, the south of USA. Yeah, she's, yeah. Like, she's got some, Texan some really good accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. lovely to listen to. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> All right, guys, we've got about two minutes left. So just finishing off, I guess. Not that I'm a, a big lover of advice, but if you know, if someone's listened to this and, and they are feeling lonely. Um, do you have any tips to share of things that have helped you when you've, you've felt lonely? Um, I think when I felt lonely, I've taken a step back. Mm, yeah. So um, usually it's, I've only really felt serious loneliness in a crowd. So I've only, you know, if I've been working nonstop, whatever, and then I'm going to, I don't know, some strange party or whatever. Um, so I would say take a step back, do something that makes you feel good mm. and actually just makes you laugh. Yeah, I think laughter is such a good therapy. Um, so whether <laughs> yeah, that is true. watching a comedian that you think is hilarious, yeah. whether that's meeting that friend that you know that okay maybe it's not going to combat your loneliness, but they'll just make you giggle for an hour. Like mm. I've got friends that I'm like 
they're like my going out friends. I wouldn't necessarily go to them for advice. I wouldn't necessarily tell them something super meaningful. But like if I want to laugh and it's, you know, a good night out and laugh after, mm. I'll go with them. So I think something like that or just push yourself out your comfort zone yeah. to just go out for just an hour. Yeah. And it's, it's way easier said than done and I'm fully aware of that. Mm. Yeah. And like making loneliness you bitch essentially. So like <laughs> go. <laughs> no, but it is. It's like, okay, great. If feeling lonely, go out to a restaurant and have like dinner by yourself. Yeah. Like go out, go to like um, an event where there's going to be people and then go meet, meet new people. Or, like mm. go do stuff go do activities by yourself yeah. and I think slowly that helps yeah. you ease it, you ease into your own company a bit more and you ease into like other people a bit more yeah. and you yeah. find those deeper connections mm. at the same time yeah. come yeah. to the next Women of Power event yeah. yes do yeah. <laughs> definitely I would say take yourself out and maybe at those points reflect and write how you're feeling at that time mm. because then you, you can always look back on it and you know exactly how you're feeling at that point and what you did so I think mm. always self-reflecting and mm. just writing just getting something out of you is a huge help yeah. definitely steep I think I, what I'd say I think there's some days when you'll feel lonely and you you won't want to do anything you'll just want to yeah. sit in that emotion I think mm. that's fine mm. I think you don't always have to snap yourself out of it so there'll be days when you feel that and there might be other days you know I woke up feeling a bit lonely yesterday and I took myself out for lunch in a cafe and mm. I was working for, you know it was nice and then I took myself out to the cinema and I, I felt really better after because I mm-hmm. felt like I'd I'd almost taken myself out on a date and I, and yeah. I, and I felt really good about yeah. that and it completely changed my snaps my for you <laughs> I love going to the cinema by myself. Oh, it's, it's such like a treat. such a nice experience. Such a treat. <laughs> that sounds really sad. But no, it <laughs> doesn't. It's not. Not at all. Okay, thank you, everyone. Thank you, women, for uh, contributing to our talk today. For those of you listening, I hope you found it interesting or helpful. And yes, thank you for listening. <laughs>